Hello everyone and welcome back to the B2B Marketing Podcast. My name's Lucy Gilman, I'm Deputy Editor at B2B Marketing and I'll be your host. On today's episode, we'll be discussing how you can measure PR and joining me to unpack this is Tatiza Gondim, Clear Junction's Head of Marketing and Gabby Dunbar, one of the Associate Directors at Champion Communications. But before we get into that, Tatiza, would you mind just telling us a bit about yourself and your role at Clear Junction? Yes, of course. Uh, Well, first, thanks, uh, Lucy, for having me today and for the invitation to join the podcast. Um, As you said, I'm Tatiza. I'm the head of marketing at Clear Junction, which is an EMI fintech company that provides global payments and treasury services to other financial institutions. Um, My role, yeah, so basically my role, um, it's the whole 360 marketing, really, at Clear Junction at the moment, because my role is new at the company. I I joined them um, a few months back to help them develop the marketing department as a whole. Um, so, it, so basically my role includes a little bit of everything, branding, digital marketing, communications, PR, the whole lot, really. <laughs> um, but I mean, to be honest, that's not my first time doing this, uh, starting a department from scratch. Um, so I, I came prepared and, and full of ideas. Amazing. Well, thank you for joining us on today's episode. And Gabby, same question. Could you tell us a bit about yourself, about Champion and about some of the research we'll be talking about today? Absolutely. Thanks, Lucy. Uh, So as you said, Gabrielle Dunbar, I'm Associate Director at Champion. And Champion in itself is a B2B tech PR consultancy. We're based in central London and we work with technology firms all across the globe to help them unlock and achieve their growth objectives, such as Clear Junction, uh, where Tatiz is from. And at Champion, we truly believe in the power of PR to help companies to sell more and to grow, ultimately, um, which really led to the reasons for this research and behind us wanting to do this campaign. Um, And there were really three hypotheses we wanted to put to test and to understand more of. Uh, Firstly, it was to understand, are B2B UK tech businesses using PR? And if they are, what are the objectives behind it? And what's driving them to put the investment into PR? And secondly, if they are using it, how are they measuring it? And how are they understanding the value and success coming from their PR programs? And finally, how effective are they finding PR within their organization? So I very much look forward to diving into this with yourself and Tatiza. Amazing. And yep, as we said at the start, we're here to talk about how to measure PR. And I want to dive straight into that. Really nice and simple. Tatiza, why do you think it's so important to have a solid strategy for measuring PR? And how does it compare to other marketing tools? Is it easier, harder, somewhere in between? What do you think? Um, well, I think, yeah, it's very important to to measure PR. And I think it's important for several reasons. Firstly, because obviously you want to justify the budget and the resources invested in PR activities. And to do so, you need to be able to, to demonstrate, right, to show the impact that these activities have on real business goals. And by real business goals, what I mean is like the obvious ones, brand awareness, reputation. But most importantly, and funnily, 
in, enough, not always linked to PR, in my opinion, it's revenue growth. Revenue growth is a solid business objective that PR can actually help with, but uh, not always these two uh, are connected. Um, then secondly, I also think that provides insights into what's working and what's not. Um, as a marketer, you don't want to go to your board of directors with a report that shows how well you tracked all of your PR initiatives and that's it. Because that that's not going to make much sense to them, right? Like you can't, you can't measure things in a silo and expect to see revenue attached to it. But PR is... I think PR is a vital part of the holistic approach to, to marketing. And again, going back to the original question, yes, I, I truly think that B2B PR is way more difficult to measure because the outcomes of it are not often um, tangible, such as, for example, um, the number of positive media mentions or the sentiment of coverage, all these things, you can't really put a number on it, right? It's not like measuring how well an email campaign performed. So th the results of, of an email campaign, once you launch it, they are right there. So after a few hours, you can see how many opens, how many clicks, your CTR, all of this. But PR results aren't instantaneous. It takes time. So it is crucial that we understand what is exactly that the company is trying to achieve or get out of PR investment. Is it media presence or is it to enhance the company's profile in the industry? I think Honestly, whatever it is, and it can be whichever option the company decides to go, uh, it must be very clear and aligned with the C-levels. Otherwise, it just becomes an endless battle between what top management wants, which let's face, sometimes it's not always possible, um, and what the marketer team recommend based on their experience. So unless everybody's on the same page, I think PR can actually become a bit of an internal problem. And Gabby, would you agree with that? And just jumping off what Tatisa said about getting everyone on the same page, how do you think that's possible? Yeah, it's a really good question. And just a couple of points that I'd like to pull out there from what you just said, Tatisa. You said that quite often PR can be measured in silo. Uh, and I think that's really important to pull out here. I think that first of all, without a solid measuring strategy, just to go back to the first question, it's fair to say that the efforts of PR, like any other marketing dis discipline really, will be wasted if the outcomes aren't measured effectively. I think naturally, as you said to teaser, if C-suite and the business are investing in PR, then quite naturally they're going to want to see the ROI from this input, which translate into business output and value. I think as well, in the case of B2B, when we talk about demonstrating business value, one of the main challenges behind this is that quite often there's a misalignment between what a marketing team and the C-suite team might see as business value. And until you get everyone on the same page and singing from the same hymn sheet, if you like, it can be really, really difficult to successfully demonstrate and measure the success of PR. And I think, Lucy, just going back to your question of how do you do this? How do you get everyone on the same page? I think it really ultimately all starts with listening. I think if you're able to start by listening to what the business and what the C-suite are saying are their business goals, 
you can then take that on board to effectively pull together a PR strategy that fits in with the marketing strategy, which is aligned to drive in the business objectives. And as part of this, I think it boils down to the fact that you can't take a cookie cutter approach to measurement and to a, a PR strategy in general, because for you know what one business might want to measure, which as you said to tease, it might be more around that brand awareness for another business it's very much about driving sales and driving growth and if you don't understand or at least be aware of what the business is looking to achieve then how do you effectively do that so to summarize two things make sure that you're listening you're understanding what the business objectives are and not taking a generalist approach to measurement and first of all, making sure that you as a marketing and PR team aren't operating in silo and you're fully integrating yourself to effectively make sure that your metrics and measurement is responding to what the business is looking to achieve to demonstrate that value. And Tatiza, would you agree with Gabby's point around that? And when it comes to really getting marketing and the C-suite on the same page for the best outcome for PR measurement strategy what have you seen that's worked well in the past and what really defines success yeah no absolutely I I agree with what Gabby said um and interestingly enough she mentioned um that as a marketing department people within this team shouldn't be operating in silos which I've had uh opportunity to be on both sides of this um equation let's say so uh, what from my experience I mean at least um when I see larger companies like companies that have thousands of employees it's more likely that you'll have one person um responsible for each area of marketing so you have the one responsible for social media and then you have the one responsible for i don't know pr and one responsible for email marketing and so on so on and in this scenario it's easier to get a bit lost and to measure things in silos because of a variety of reasons really like one is internal competition you may be trying to compete to show off that your report is better than your colleague's report or whatever um and then you go to a smaller company where the the marketing team works together in all marketing activities it's much easier to get away from this silo measurements in in at least from my experience as i said i think when you are in a smaller team and everybody works with everything, you just get the best types of, of reports because everybody knows what's going on everywhere. It's not like, oh, I'm focusing only on my email marketing campaigns, my email marketing campaigns, and I have absolutely no idea what's going on on the social media side of things or no idea what's going on on the PR side of things. So I'm just going to report on that. So yeah, no, I totally agree with, with what Gabby said. And I think the best way to move forward with not having this, you know, isolated approach to each area of marketing is even in bigger companies where you have people responsible for different departments is that if they can, you know, have like an internal um, get together or sit down together before they put their reports uh, forward to C-levels or to, you know, your board of directors or something, it would make more sense, I think, in my, my point of view. And I think as well, Tatiza, just to pick up on a point there, which was quite interesting. 
I think, as you said, from your experience, where you've had individual team members that might be uh, owning PR or they might be owning the social media strategy, there's a real hazard when you measure individual components of a PR strategy and marketing strategy like that. And I think quite often it, it can mean that you're looking at one part of a picture or puzzle if you look at different measurements for each of them in silo, as opposed to looking at the full picture. And I think if you were to look at, you know, social media engagement as a metric, which I know, Lucy, that's probably one of the questions, because I think I think social media engagement was um, referenced by 47% of respondents as one of their key metrics. If you were to just look at that as a key form of measurement, it doesn't really paint a, a full picture on its own, but as part of a wider picture, and if you were to look at the business objectives, which, you know, if you were to say, okay, we're conducting an integrated marketing campaign, and one of the objectives behind this is to boost engagement amongst current employees or people that are already a part of the brand, then social media metric, metrics is quite an important one to look at. But if you are, if you were to just present this to the board or the CEO as a standalone metric, it can be quite meaningless. And I think this can often mean that you lose the attention and the ear of the board or the CEO because it lacks that context. But if you can present all of these individual metrics as part of the whole picture in line with the wider business objective, then they can be really powerful uh, components. No, I agree 100% as well. I think um, we should try to always use data-driven metrics when we can, but it's not always possible. So as Gabby was saying, let's try to sit down with all people within the marketing team to give a bit of a better context when sending these reports up to to whoever needs to see them. Mm. And as you said, Gabby, as part of B2B PR for growth, survey respondents were asked to select which which metrics they rely on to measure PR and social media engagement was at number one with just shy of 50%. And, you know, we talked about how it can be meaningless without the context, but Tatiza, why do you think it's so popular? And do you think that's a misstep that marketers are relying so heavily on social media engagement? Um, yeah, social engagement is a popular metric and always will be um, because it's one of the few that provides you with real-time feedback on effectiveness of your PR campaign or other campaigns, really. Um, however, I think it's important to highlight that social media, it's not PR. Um, I remember also like a few years back, um, I used to have a colleague in, in a previous role and he used to say, oh, let's do a PR on socials. Like, no, 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 that's two different things. Please, let's not do a PR because we don't do a PR. We set up like a whole objective strategy and everything. And then social media is part of it. Like uh, social media is pretty much uh, what, what you use to amplify whatever is that that you're trying to achieve with your PR um, strategy. Ideally, you should actually have two different plans, right? One PR plan, one PR strategy, and one social media uh, plan and strategy. And that's why I think um, it, it's, it's popular because people see straight, like quick results, right, from it. Okay, so I post something, give it five minutes and you see likes, you see comments, you see shares. But going back to, to the question, when we track stuff like this, like 
shares and likes and comments, we can measure the reach and the impact of whatever we're doing on social media. Uh, but relying only on that, I think it can be a mistake because I don't think it necessarily correlates with the business outcomes such as revenue or customer retention. So obviously, uh, we need to look at other metrics as well. Amazing. And now on to the second and the third metrics, which are website visits at 45% and SEO rankings at 44%. So Tatisa, could you tell us about how these metrics come into play when measuring PR and how reliable they are? Well, again, I think it's very difficult to to say that something it works 100%. So, oh, no, definitely, if the number of organic visits on my website are growing or declining, this is because of PR. It's very unlikely that you'll find a marketer that'll say that. Um, no, yeah, I, I think that website visits and SEO rankings are important metrics for measuring PR because they indicate the impact of PR activities on the website traffic, right? But it's just an indication. It's not uh, something that it's like black and white. So when we analyze these metrics, we are trying to determine whether the PR efforts are driving targeted traffic and increasing brand visibility or not. However, I don't think we should use these metrics alone. As I mentioned before, when I was talking about uh, social media and, and why people think that this is so positive, I think we should definitely combine uh, with other metrics. So combine your your organic website visits with your social media um, reports, and then this will make more sense. So if these metrics are reliable or not, I, I think, Gabby, maybe you can have a better um, view on this. Yeah, absolutely. I think all of your points to teaser are completely valid. And I think with any form of measurement, whether it be social that we just mentioned, or whether it be SEO ranking or website visit, they're all individually don't really do much if we're quite honest individually if you look at your SEO ranking or individually you look at your website traffic they're all metrics that don't really add substantial value or paint a picture of what you're trying to achieve nor do they position any input as particularly valuable but if we go back to what we said at the start in terms of understanding what it is that the business is trying to achieve what the business objectives are and then tracking the whole picture and making sure that you're having a um, approach to measurement that fits in and is able to show that value, then that's where these individual metrics on their own is going to be very powerful. So I think, for example, if if you know if you're a business that needs to uh, increase sales or increase growth then having an open dialogue with a sales team to understand what it is that they need will be particularly powerful. And that's where you can really start to measure the results that they see. Um, if it's, for example, it's, you know, you're looking to increase brand awareness, then that's where metrics like share of voice, which I know have been slandered a little bit um, as a measurement, uh, can actually become quite effective. And I think it's only once that this is actually established can you then identify the metrics that will resonate for your business, resonate with your CEO and resonate with your board? Um, otherwise, very contextless, sorry, on their own and are quite, you know, they really are vanity metrics. Um, so I think 
you know, if you're going to take anything out of this, I think it's before you embark on any form of PR campaign or program, it's taking the time to understand what it is that these objectives are, use these to create a set of metrics in direct response to this, and then sit down with your team, really listen, really understand what it is that they're trying to get out of it. And then that's when you can put together the forms of measurement that are going to really show the value uh, of what it is that your PR program is looking to deliver. Um, and just to close off and answer the final point of your question, Lucy, in terms of SEO and in terms of website visits, they can be really useful. Um, for example, we do look at these as form of measurements if you've launched a campaign and you have content and assets that sit on your website, such as a white paper or a report. Naturally, once you've launched this, you're going to want to understand how many visits you're you're driving to this piece of content, whether it's targeted, whether it's the audience that you're trying to get your brand in front of and what implications that has. But it's only valuable in the context of, are we trying to grow the business amongst a set target audience? Is this piece of asset going to help us to do so? And how does that align with the overall campaign? So the context is really important here. You've mentioned starting with your goals in mind before, Gabby, but how can marketers actually do that? And do you have any bits of best practice that you can pass on from your time at Champion? Yeah, really good question. Um, I think one of the most important things that we do at Champion, actually, and which really sets us apart, is that we don't take a brief unless we've spoken to the sales team alongside the marketing team. And I think the reason that that really sets us up well is that the sales team are fundamentally the frontliners as part of any uh, business. They're the ones that understand the challenges that prospects are going through, that their customers are going through. And they are the people that can really help you to unpick some of the hurdles within a business that might be blocking their growth. So whether that might be customers um, and prospects are up against X challenge, we as an organization can help them overcome that. But we as a sales team might be lacking in evidence or validation that helps position us as a business to showcase how we do that. That's where PR can really help. And that's where we can then as a team between PR and marketing really make sure that we're delivering and developing the third party endorsement that will help them overcome that challenge as an example. I think the other important thing to mention here that is if you can't measure it, then you can't improve it, which is a common saying, it's definitely marketing, but I think probably uh, broader than that. And if you're able to capture both qualitative and quantitative data, such as through the sales team and such as through some of these metrics, then you can make sure that you are keeping abreast of what's working, what's not working. How can we make sure that our PR program stays relevant, is impacting the business, is aligned to the objectives? And if you don't have these metrics in place, and that can become a bit of a hurdle because you can't improve. And if you can't improve, then you can't be agile. You can't make sure that your PR program is responding to the changing business needs because they do change. And I think we found that champion through our years of experience that the business objective that the organization tells you when you start working with them, six months later, 12 months later, it changes. And you can only make sure that your measurement and hence your PR 
is staying on track is by continuously having these conversations with the board, with the sales teams, with the marketing teams, just to really understand that is everything that we're doing helping this business to achieve its objectives or in fact, do we need to change our approach? And through measurement, that's where you can make sure that you're aligned and, and having that impact. Does that answer your question? I think I've gone off on a bit of a tangent. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely well perfect. That was great, Gabby. I agree 100%. <laughs> uh, Wonderful. Just to wrap things up, you know, someone might be listening to this and saying, this all sounds really good and I'm ready to get started on my PR measurement journey, but I don't really know what where to start. Tadisa, what would you say to those people who are taking their first steps? You know, where should they be focusing their efforts and what really defines success? Um, well, I think it's it's a combination of different factors. Um I think obviously, first and foremost, any successful strategy should be based on a clear understanding and alignment with the business objectives and and KPIs. I know I mentioned this before, Gabby mentioned this before, but not only they should be aligned with these goals, but they should also be tracked consistently over time. So Gabby was just saying to measure progress, but also to identify trends. For instance, like one good example is uh, me and Gabby, we could have easily sat at the end of last year to put a plan for clear junction uh, for this year of 2023, but we could not have guessed the collapse of SVB and Credit Suisse and Signature Bank. This is something that just happened. And this was a massive trend in March. So people in our industry, they want to know about these things. They want to hear about these things as they happen. So even though I'm saying, yes, it's very important to have a clear understanding and to be aligned with, you know, your your business objectives. You also need to be flexible and prepared to make changes as you go, because this is a live environment, right? Like it's not all rehearsed in, in PR. You, may, you have to be to be able to identify what is starting to become a trend and to jump on it before others do, because that will give you more exposure and so on and so on if that. That's obviously one of the objectives of your company. Um, And I think, again, as we discussed before, some of the most successful metrics for for measuring PR, they are very difficult to measure, which is crazy. Um, So it's key to use a mix of quantitative and qualitative metrics to report back to the business with the full story of what are we doing? Why are we doing this? We, we discussed this previously as well, but um, I think this is part of like, if someone is trying to start with a PR strategy for their businesses or they're starting a new business today, they, these are things to, to take into consideration. I, I think it's worth saying as well, and this may be a little bit contradictory, that uh, PR as a marketing tool may not be for every business. I have an example uh, from my first ever job, like 15 years ago. Gosh, 15 years ago. Yeah, but anyways, um, I used to work for a huge American oil and gas multinational company. And as such, obviously, their main business was to extract oil from the bottom of the ocean. And during my three years there, the only times I saw them using PR was for damage control. When I remember, I don't remember exactly the year, but there was a 
an oil leak that happened and you know there was liters and liters of oil leaking into the ocean and that was like such a mess so they obviously they used a lot of PR to to repair their image after this happened but they just did not used to use PR as like a regular uh, marketing activity because it simply just it doesn't make sense for a business like this to to use PR because what's the meaning of shouting out about extracting oil from the bloody ocean? <laughs> this is not something you want to be, you know, um, I don't know, talking about on, on social media or at all. Obviously, there is a reason they do that because then they they sell for petrol, et cetera, et cetera. But... I mean, that there is no much reason to do PR in a situation or in an industry like that. So I thought I should just give this example so uh, people don't think that all we discussed here today is valid for every single business out there, because it's definitely not. But as I said before, it's really important, I think, to to understand your business objectives and plan your comms strategy to achieve them. Uh, right. Well, I think that is the perfect place to leave it. So Gabby and Tatiza, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. And thank you to our audience for tuning in. To find out more about B2B PR for growth, click the link in the description box and make sure you check out all our other episodes with Champion as we explore all things PR. So thank you and goodbye.